The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. And uh, as promised by no one except myself, we have a returning guest. Hey. Evan, welcome back to the show. I didn't shave this time. You didn't shave this time? Yeah, now, now you got... I went through a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's had a hard year. This is just, yes, you know, no, we're trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that. This last time I was like, yeah, 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 my movie's out. Go see it. I'm like, life is so hard. Life is so hard. <laughs> Look, that was then. This is now. <laughs> no, it just, it's Christmas. I don't know if I'm going to get Christmas gifts. Yeah. Nobody, doesn't wanna go to, nobody wants to go to Walmart. And There's too many people at Walmart. I'm scared just... to go to Walmart. <laughs> you just don't want to be there. Just make me some gingerbread cookies. I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. Give me a Christmas letter. So how's it been? How's your How's your been? Your I don't even know how long it's been since you've been on the show. Like two months, three months. I, it, I think it was August. So, 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 September, October, I November. I was so happy that day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, like four months. Yeah, yeah. It's been with August, September, October, November. About four August to December is what you count that month, right? Yeah. August, October, November, December. So I guess five months. Four, yeah. four or five. I mean, do you oh, it barely. It, we barely started December. But some people actually count the month of. You know how like a monopoly, they'll they'll start <laughs> on the same spot and go one, two, three, four. But you start on the next one. Yeah, it's cheating, dude. It's a weird time. But I've been good. Um, you know, it was for Bandai had me share cards. That's Ball. cool. So as you, because you play the Dragon Ball card game, we talked yeah. about it before on our last episode. And uh, they they actually reached out to you like what was the what was that like because it was it was for their their draft box giant force right yeah so I was I was running jogging and the guy well, I can't say his name but he said hey I'm this person from Bandai thank you for being a positive force in the community and uh, he said you know we've been watching you would you like to share these Dragon Ball cards so I geeked out like my heart was beeping fast and I was you know. <laughs> You know, just going through that geeky, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is me. You know, I, I went through that. So I went through this whole rant telling them that I love the game. So every day they gave me different colors to share. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's got to be like some like insane stuff. Out of like, 20,000 people. Yeah. 20,000 members. That's a ton of people. Like, and one fan. Not, I'm not a YouTuber. Keep that in mind. Yeah, it's I not was, like you have like you do other stuff. Like you do, you act, you do your acting stuff and you have like your jobs and stuff. But like you don't like reach out to like the community usually. 
Right, right. Like I, you're, I mean, you're, like you're you're a pillar of the community, but not I, like I, in a content matter. Yeah, I just love the game. Yeah, so, you just play. You know, my buddy goes, "Hey, man, you're the first um, non-YouTube content creator to to share because no other card game ever done something like this." Yeah, usually they reach out to like YouTubers or like yes, they do is, their post yeah. their own videos or whatever they do. It is wild. So it was it was one of those things that. Now me and Bandai having conversation on a regular basis. Like we're talking about cards, talking about just anime. It's 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 wild. <laughs> Coming from the demo decks I bought you, and now I'm over here. Hey, what you doing today? Like it, it, yeah. it, it's it's like come on, man. So. It's it's wild to think of like this is how far we've come, and it's been you know quite a yeah. few years now. Oh yeah, I mean it's been three years. Yeah, that's, that's a long. A long time. Three years is a long time. You think about it. It really is. It doesn't feel like it as much because it's like back in the day, you could say, remember back in sixth grade when you was in eighth grade, you'd be like, remember back in sixth grade, we used to do this. Yeah, man. And I said, now it's like, yo, man, remember three years ago, we ate Taco Bell. Yeah, bro. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Man, Taco Bell. Oof. Let me tell you, you know. So. Now all their boxes are trash and nothing they have is good anymore. It's a weird time. Yeah, they, they, it's a weird time. But other than that, that was cool. I mean. Uh, the community was very supportive of it, and I even told man, I say, look, I, you know, I don't, cause my, my my laptop broke, so I, I told him, I said, look, I could just, you know, post it. So they said, all right, yeah, just post in the community. And the the interaction, the feedback was just was crazy. Yeah, I mean, so, like revealing such, you know, like new cards in a set is always, like they're always so impactful, and the draft boxes are always crazy. Yeah. So like. Especially the recent ones, because I remember when they first came out, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, this this one and the uh, the multiverse ones were, were good. Right. Yeah, but like these have been like some really like slapper products, and like that's just it's just crazy to think that they just reach out, just like it. You know what it is? I you know I can't I, can't, I gotta be cautious. Cause I can't say so much, but people were watching me in the community, and Dan and I took notice. That's the best way. Yeah, I could well, put it. Well, that's 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 just neat. Like that they care that much to reach out. Yeah, it was um, because it could have just easily been something where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just hand it off to X content creator. They'll just release it. And then like, that's it. It was wild. So and uh, yeah, this is like, thank you for being a positive force. So that was cool. And uh, got a film, indie film I'm filming in, which I'm happy that I had this little allergy thing I had. Like it literally was a stuffy nose. And I'm glad it's gone away because. I didn't want to be on the plane going, you know, to the to yeah. the airport. Excuse me, I, you know, it's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. excuse me, sir, <laughs> you're contagious. Like, but uh, no, yeah, we any film. Um, a, f- a friend of mine, filmmaker. So she, we were supposed to do something last year. So she had a script. She was kept telling me she was going to fly me out, and then she pitched my basically show my my I guess work or my headshot to another producer mm-hmm. named uh, Monty. And he's the type, you know, those guys who will smoke cigarettes and go, "Hey, I got an idea for a skit." <laughs> those guys exist. <laughs> those guys exist. Those are real people. Those are real people. That that guy that you don't is like he goes up to a production and go, "I have an idea." Evil aliens taking care of people who eat biscuits. Like what? Yeah, okay, here's a million dollars. Go make a movie. He's that guy. So she got everything planned out, and then uh, she's producing it. So yeah, so I fly out and. Eight days. Oh, that's fast. So I know you can't yeah. tell me much more than that, honestly. Uh, but like, uh, okay, so nine days, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Nine day days, yeah. <laughs> Time <laughs> travel, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So it's just so someone you knew, and then she was like, "I really want you to be in this." We know each other, so we met through Instagram. But she's from Houston, mm. but she's a filmmaker. So 
I showed up Virgin Chili's. I mean, I literally I show everybody that. I'm like, look, just watch this. This it's, is it's fun. It's a good movie. Just watch it. And and uh yeah. So this is the it. first time you've been out of state for a shoot, right? For a film, out of state film. I traveled before, but this is my first out of state film. So that's cool. I'm excited. I'm being in the on the strip hotel, but we're not filming in the strip, which I'm actually glad. But we're gonna be filming outside of the city. So oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, you don't really want to film in Las Vegas. I mean, we're filming there, but not like on the strip. So yeah, I, mean, I thought you're gonna go somewhere else. I, I'm just going for the experience. But, well, I'm going for the work because I want to actually <laughs> film, but I want to enjoy the experience of being able to say I did my first film out of state. Yeah, it's and it's in fun. Vegas of all places. Like it's not like you know, like Washington or like we thought about filming in Washington. That's funny. Yeah, she she wanted to originally. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wanted to originally. I'm ready to go to Houston. I mean, yeah. You can't avoid COVID, but it's like, I'm ready to go to Houston. I mean, look, if we've already gotten this far. COVID has existed for our lives for like a year? past nine years. Yeah, about nine months. Nine months. It felt like 10 years, though. <laughs> I'm this, this year has been approximately 60 months long. I feel, don't you ever get weirded out when you see, I understand somebody having like a little house party mm-hmm. in a small capacity. But when you have like an actual, uh, like when you actually go to a restaurant and you see people taking selfies and doing toasts at a restaurant, at an actual restaurant, it just seems weird. Weird. I don't know. I don't it know. just seems weird. Like It's like one of those like relics of the old times, it feels like. Yeah, it's like there's this monster going around attacking people. and We're just you, hanging out. It's like Game <laughs> of Thrones, you know, that's giants and dragons getting slayed and you're like oh mike that's, that's yeah toast. and then like in the other half of the country the people are just like having drinks having drinks and stuff it's so weird man i mean you gotta stay positive that's i mean thing. yeah just not covid positive yeah <laughs> yeah you're right i forgot <laughs> oh my gosh you're right but uh yeah and then just learning life i mean it, I, I don't know you learn to appreciate the little you learn you learn to appreciate people in a sense, yeah, no, I totally get that. I uh, I went back to school this semester, and oh like, yeah, how was that? Oh, it was weird, super weird. I had two classes in person, and one of them had four people in it, and the other one had three. Oh, and in building, yeah. Oh wow! So like I'm, that must have been. It was super weird <laughs> because it's just teacher, and then like. Five people sitting in a room. I went to like a mile school. apart. So it was small. I went to the private school. I went to had like ten people. Yeah. So it was always about like we had different school activities. It'd be about five to ten people. Yeah, so, but it's different because like that was a private school. This is like actual this, public. So <laughs> yeah. You take off is, private and you put public on top, and it's like, uh, oh yeah, it's super weird. Nah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like private school. Uh, it's small. That's on. It's manageable. Okay, like I understand. We it's can like adjust. this is this is a community college, one of the biggest yeah. in the entire state, and it's just like, oh, there's like four people here. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's crazy. And then you know, I I don't know. If, I read a lot of articles, and you know, you like I said, you appreciate people, you appreciate uh, time, you, time management. Relationships kind of really weird. It, oh yeah, no, I I imagine I haven't been I haven't been in the dating game in a long time, but I could imagine this is probably the worst time for it. <laughs> I tell you this, with relationships uh, these days, that I learned is that during the pandemic, people are trying to find themselves through other people. So if you try and go, if you gonna try to go after a relationship, first of all, just take time to really work on yourself. Don't just hop from person. If you do, you're not going to really learn much about yourself. In my opinion, I just think that if you take, if you just take time 
to just during this time just mm-hmm. work on yourself, work on your hobbies, your craft, your health. I mean, grow, learn, be around people that you know that you're gonna either be inspired by or appreciate, or just or just networking people. You're gonna feel good. You're yeah. gonna feel good. I think that's what it is. I think people. Are struggling to do that, or some people are struggling to do that. Yeah, because they feel like they have to have somebody. Like I get nobody wants to be alone in a sense, but being alone is actually beneficial because you know what you want over time. Right. Yeah, and it's like gives you time to really like, really reflect and think about like what you want, like not only like in a relationship but as a person too. Because yeah, I think person. that's because I think it's a really important step that a lot of people need to take is like. Once you find out what you want, like what you really truly desire, like it's much easier to form like your opinions on things right, because right. it's very straightforward after that. It's yeah, it's very straightforward and then people people tend to like people will get my thing is if you're gonna find happiness, you gotta find happiness on your purpose. If you find happiness on your purpose, you're gonna feel confident in yourself. Cause, it, it, Cause you're not gonna be I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, please. But you're gonna be more intact. Wait, you know what? Let me go try to get to know this person. But, you know, interest levels are weird. Everybody's talking to somebody. It's a weird time. But you're right, though. Being intact with yourself and being able to say, look, I know what I want. Right. And th- and that thing can change, too. It's never set in stone. Like, people change all no, the time. But people, people think that followers describe their personality like my yeah. thing is when you talk to somebody i don't care if you got ten thousand followers twenty thousand followers thirty thousand that doesn't if your followers people following you is not going to find your attraction level yeah get, no. the, get the hell out of here like my thing is first of all if you that's a lot of people chasing clout and not chasing the craft so you anybody could do a filter and look like the filter on Instagram. I think people literally, seriously, I was reading articles that people think that they look like their filters. Yeah. I mean, if it's, it the sounds only, crazy though. It's the, if it's the only thing you look at, then like it's the only thing you're going to see. And I think that's what people do. So, you know, when people do like a hookup or something like, Oh, let's go get lunch. Let's go grab some coffee. And then, you know, they'll look at him and go, I wonder how he feels about me. If he looks at me in real life and you go, wait, you look different from your filters. What happened? What happened? <laughs> what's the, what's the real you? And this goes to both guys and girls, you know? Like, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> angle like, shots. I'm like, man, you look buffer on. Yeah. Here's this, here's this angle shot for me from two years ago. I haven't yeah. worked out since then, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who actually keep the same Facebook profile from five or six years ago. I don't think I've changed mine in like four years and I look totally different now. I mean, longer hair. Long hair. I have a beard, beard now. You say you a what? I said I got long hair. I got a beard now. Oh, like, you say I got long hair. I'm a dweeb now. I'm like, oh, well. No, I, mean, I was a dweeb then, too. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're older. I mean, I, I, I don't really age. I mean, yeah. I look the same, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm trying to age slow as possible. Look, you just got to take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. But I think that's just the joy of, I think that's just the joy of being able to appreciate you know, life and stuff. I mean, you, you, you learn more about yourself and you learn more about your, I, I guess you, you learn more about your, your own personal growth comes into place and your own maturity comes into place. I mean, this is going to sound weird, but in this entertainment field that we do, I meet the most interesting people, mm-hmm. talk to the most interesting people. I have the most interesting, amazing conversations and it's weird when 
because I haven't made it big. I just I take on the opportunity. Like that, that's what they always say: take on the opportunity. So I try to take on the opportunity and take on what's you know what's valuable. I mm-hmm. guess for your my own personal. I don't sound selfish, but your own, you know your own personal greed. Is that you know? Well, I mean, you, like you, you want to be happy for your own, your own self, right? Yeah, you know. So nobody gonna tell you, "Hey, man, here's a pillow. Hope you're happy." Like, no, nobody's not gonna do that because everyone has to have to go to bed by themselves. But I think that as I got older, well, time went on. Like just this year, I like talking to interesting people. I like being around people mm-hmm. who I know, not just specifically entertainment in a sense, but just people that I know I can learn from. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do. You're on a radio station, man. But 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 it's true because I prefer this thing. It's like it's different when you go to your your, your friends or your squad, and it's like it's the same thing. Like I don't care if you're clocking in to work <laughs> tomorrow. I don't care that you're. I, no, seriously, because it, it doesn't. It's like the same thing. I'm not saying you have to be entertainment to be different, mm. but it's like when you start to meet people and progress. And the people that you friends with, you know, usually is either just the same old, same old. And well, I mean, like you find people that you're comfortable with. I've, I've, I've worked a lot. Yeah, you find people that you're comfortable with, and also people that you know, like you can vibe with. Like I, I have a very strict rule when it comes to finding like and being friends with people. Where it's like I can see that. Yeah. Where it's like you gotta have you got we gotta vibe because if we not if we're not on the same like not necessarily the same wavelength because we can disagree and that's fine, but like if we can talk to each other and communicate and like we're okay but yeah. as soon as that starts getting like difficult or complicated like it's just it's not gonna work out it's not that yeah. i don't like you it's just that this isn't working i think that's what it is too because now it's like all the people and i'm serious because the people i have i get like i have a friend named uh josephine McAdams. she's an actress twitch streamer model cosplay model She's on this um this this uh, Dungeons Dragon type of show on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh yeah yeah yeah. No, she she has a following like a fan geekness following. I think it's amazing. And uh you know she does like this Dungeons. And I was watching a few episodes and she she dressed up as this character. Well, I called her the other day, and and I was just getting knowledge from her about just the industry and stuff. And um. It, it it was kind of one of those things because she has a she has a fan base, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things that I see both sides of being a fan and being in, in the industry and then seeing how both things correlate. Because mm-hmm. I'm learning from her, but then it's like I go hang out with my friends or something, you know, it would be, be like the huh, same old. Yeah, it's like I work tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like yeah, okay, I'll see you whenever then. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I, and I think and people. I think people would give off because I'm no better than nobody. I'm just understanding that I think people are just sticking with the same old, same old. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? They're not getting what you're comfortable. Yeah. What you're comfortable with. Yeah. And I think like, you know, it's always nice to have people that, you know, that are like going to challenge you and like, not like challenge your views or, yeah. yeah. If if you're just someone who's just going to agree with you all the time, it's like, it's like, yeah, you guys can go complain about something and say the same things 40 times. And, like, if you're not bringing anything else to the conversation, it's like, well, okay, well, I guess I'll see you whenever. <laughs> well, I think that's what the thing is with relationships, too, is that, it's that in general is that people just get comfortable. I mean, you know, some people – yeah. it's like you you look at the lovey-dovey phase, you mm-hmm. know. Like yeah, I the, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, because I'll be 27 in a few weeks. Hey, I'm getting old, dude. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 27 in 24 days. But one of the things that, you know, reflecting this shit was, okay, well, you need communication, 
you need real good vibes. I'm not going to be young forever. I mean, I wish I could be 16 like I'm 27, but you won't be young forever. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to process the the outcome of what real realness is, real attraction is, real honesty, hobbies, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see all these think about it. you see you can see a girl like I like my sister's really gorgeous, beautiful woman. And she's she's a nurse up in Louisiana. So she can post a picture on Snapchat saying, "Oh, came with to work today." And have all these guys go, "Oh, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. Let me send you positive vibes." <laughs> like, how can you send a positive vibe through Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, no, I, I, but you know, I think that people are just starting to become more comfortable with. I don't know. Like, I want more. Like, even when I was on here last time, I wanted more. Like, I just wanted more of something. But I don't know what it is though. Like more, like more in in what sense? Like in relationships or in like just like relationships, not not just, necessarily like yeah, like, having a girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. Just everything. I, I I don't know. I just guess that's every opportunity I get. I I can see the potential of it, and it's not that person's fault or it's not my fault. It's just the fact that oh, I can see this going somewhere, and I kind of take that in my mind. And go okay, I'm gonna try to see where it will go next time. It's like it's one of those things I cling on to because there's opportunities, right? Not everybody could do a pod. Not everybody gonna do podcasts. Not everybody gonna be a guest on a podcast. You know, so I look at these opportunities like, okay, man, I need to see how can I expand. What what right. else? What else can I do here? Well, yeah, and it's every time, man. It's, it's, I mean, that's a, that's a great way to look at things because you know, especially like coming from like when you when you start anything, like you should always see like what's the future in this. And when I when I first started playing card games, that was a really big part where it was just like. I always played Yu-Gi-Oh, but I was never serious. Like I was always just like, "Oh, you look at my serious with Digimon." Now. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like Digimon. Like we we hosted tournaments. Like we did yeah. we did like a learn to play stuff. We 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 hosted stuff. We were we were doing things to push this game because it's it's just like one. I actually just genuinely really like the just the general gameplay. Yeah. But it's like a p- important part of my childhood. Like this oh, was yeah, this yeah. was me when I was a kid. Like this is what I've been waiting for. It's a joy and happiness, too. And I think that people don't, like I say, having, we live in a time now where back in the day, being a geek was like, oh, he's a geek. Oh, stay away from him. But now it's, well. Now it's cool. It's cool now. All of a sudden, I was at junior high. I was in junior high going to the anime clubs while everybody else was playing football or playing sports, you know, or, you know, in private school, I'll go home and watch anime right off the bat. Get make fun of. I ain't care. Now they all want to be anime. Oh, I seen this anime call. Like what? Like oh, now you guys think it's cool? Well, I just think it's crazy. Like that big cultural shift. Because my brother, my brother yeah. talked about it for a long time. Because he was a, he was a nerd back in the day. He's like, he's like, I read some of these stories like in comic books when they were coming out, like oh, Age yeah. of Apocalypse and stuff. He's like, I was there. Like now it's cool, and all these characters oh, yeah. that no one cared about for however many like years now are like mainstream like everyone knows who captain america is oh it, that that was actually pretty funny too because no one didn't care about it. my uh one of my friends uh her name is ari guerrera she's from texas she's uh she's in a show called hellstrom on hulu mm. um the marvel one and i remember reading about hellstrom years ago years ago like i, I mean she plays doc she plays a doctor on there i mean she's she's one of the principal roles on the show but she fights i think she deals with angels and demons in the show and she had to save all the other Marvel characters. But, all right, don't be mad at me. I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it, I promise. But uh, <laughs> but she she um she's on Hellstrom, and 
It's just crazy how the fanness, the fan, that's not even a word, but the fandom just grew mm-hmm. because of that show. And I just remember just reading it like a, I read like a, a, a few pages of it when I was a kid. It was just like Hellstrom, Marvel Hellstrom. Yeah, just, you're like, you're like, what is this? And yeah, like, and now it's a show, like, a real show, <laughs> like an actual. It's crazy. Well, it was uh my brother. I remember one one. I forget if it was my birthday or Christmas one year. He got me a box set of like Guardians of the Galaxy, like little action figures. And he's like, these guys are being are gonna be great. Like I think it was like eight years later, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out, oh. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when um, I remember when they did Iron Man. Did, I think it was Iron Man two. No, no, no. I'm sorry, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton in uh. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert just, Downey. Yeah, was just, we're just going to replace him, by the way. Did it. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> sucks. But, I mean, it was a good halt. But, you know, Mark Ruffalo killed it. But, um, but no, you know, and uh, Robert Downey came in. He was like, I'm thinking about gathering a team. And, you know, that whole build-up was just the anticipation, I thought. Ten was years. Just, ten ten years, years of building up the Easter eggs, the ref. And then the, the Marvel shows on Netflix where you they'll make references. Because it was all in the same cinematic yeah. universe, which I thought out. It was. That's what I loved about Marvel. Like, I love DC, too. But that was the one thing I love about the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is that even the shows, Cloak and Dagger or... Uh, the Runaways. The Runaways. The run. I think The Runaways took place during the Thor. I think uh, between Thor 2, uh, I think. Between that era or something. Yeah. Because they Cloak, made Cloak references. Yeah. Oh, Cloak and Dagger did it, huh? Was yeah. Cloak? Oh, okay. Okay. And Cloak and Dagger's in The Runaways, too. They show up in one of the episodes in the liner half. Like like an Easter egg? or it was No, like, they're like, they're, they're in the show. Like, oh, they so? show up. And I think that's pretty cool, because uh, I was watching, uh, like, the, the Defenders on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Jones. Like, I like how they made references to, that was a scene where she was being attacked, and she's like, well, go blame the guy with the American shield, or the big green guy. I'm not those guys. And it's yeah. like, oh, shoot, this is, <laughs> this is cool, man. So. Yeah, and I just think it's crazy because, like, no other, like, nothing like that had ever existed before in, like, in media in general. Like, on that level, yeah. Yeah, like, that level of interconnectedness just didn't happen before Marvel was like, oh, yeah. We're just going <laughs> to, we're going we're gonna to see if Iron Man and Hulk work out. And if they do, we're golden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just a concept of just imagination. I mean, you have to keep in mind, these are all. There's so many people that work on all these shows and all Geeks, these things. nerds, and fans of these projects that just make them happen. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, no, it really is. It's really a love letter to it. And I think that, like, what's his name? Kevin Feige? Feige? Whatever. Feige, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Like, really just, just nailed it. Like, you could tell. You could see the passion. He's like, right, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, he's the head Marvel guy. I mean, you got money coming in, but he's he well, not, not when it started. Not when it started. But the fact that, he, I mean, yeah, he's making bank. But he used to work for Sony, I think. And then uh, he did the whole Marvel Studios. But I think he was working with Sony. But the, the fact that you 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 step you, 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 you stuck with the craft of it. You, you mm-hmm. stuck with the good stories. And I think that just makes... That's why I think that's Kevin's so so great is that his imagination for... Yeah, and it wasn't just like adaptations or anything Oh, like let me that. get some money and I'm making... No, he was like... He's, he he was, even would come to the cons. Every con go, we have this... We have this. We have this, and he—he he I mean, he's like—he's ready, dude. Like right, he, he's, so, he's, he was so—he was so happy. And like, I can only imagine what the future holds now that like Disney has stuff like the X Men again. They have working with Spider Man now. It's like it's like all of these characters now can finally like we have the live. We have basically the whole living and Feige world. Feige knows. Like he, my thing is the thing. There's only one person, and that's that thing. You think of a guy who grew up 
had a dream, you know, got the, the show business. And I, it makes me think, because, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say it was just giving to Kevin. I obviously have to work hard for it, but it's one of those things that you, you, you go, man, this guy woke up, had a dream, went to high school, went to college, went, probably did some internship. And just had like this imagination, probably like when he was in his early twenties or something. He knew, man, I want to do this. Yeah, and like the fact that he has such passion for it and has done it so faithfully and so like well. that's what like makes him so lovable is the faith. Like when it, when I saw Avengers, uh, Infinity War, the part one, watching the Russo brothers direct that, mm-hmm. and just watching this whole mass to this day. Which I honestly think that's my favorite one out of the end game. I mean, end game was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. End game was holy. Yeah. But Infinity War was just this anticipation of it first coming out and just seeing how everything like everything falls just, into place. Yeah, but the thing that one guy fought to get Spider Man, like he fought for yeah, tooth and nail at this point. Because I mean, at this point, he's he'd like he'd fired. Uh, he fired people, hired people. Yeah, a lot. He goes like, through. Yeah, he goes. He went through a lot of people just so that they all aligned with that kind of creative vision. Because it's Ain't that it really crazy? is it is really is leading. Like he's leading probably one of the most diverse teams of like any film franchise ever. Yeah, yeah. I I would just just the sheer number of people that that's part of this project. Yeah, and my thing was that. You know, because like with DC, people always do the whole Marvel and DC. My thing is, I'm always going to be a Batman fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Conroy, who played Batman back in the day, who voiced Batman, he was amazing. And, oh, excuse me. But you, but when you people compare DC and Marvel, I hate when they do that. Well, they're totally, they're t- they take totally different approaches to it. Like, right. But I just think that you just have to have a good story. At one point, you would think it was action. But if you watch Justice League Unlimited and Justice League back on uh, Cartoon Network on Tsunami mm-hmm. back in the day. The stories were incredible because it made you love these characters so much because of the story. But Kevin puts these guys in great concepts and great story lines. You know, like when Spider-Man was on, I mean, it's two years, people, so spoiler alert. But when Spider-Man was on the bus and he jumped off the bus and, you know, he jumped off the New York bridge and swung into the, the city, that was like... Wild. Wild because, you know, he's like, hey... Cause a distraction. Stanley driving the bus. I'm like, man, that. I don't know. I, I I just find it crazy how people could just be so creative. But I think that's just part of the whole entertainment thing. Because so, so many people want to. I mean, do you have people try to join your podcast thing all the time, or be like, Nico, put me on? I, I have. I, we've we've gotten a lot of like requests where it's like, oh, hey, I have a great idea, and it's like, okay, well, like, can you talk about <laughs> it for like three hours? And they're like. No, and it's like, all right, then maybe not. <laughs> I think people are just because even in the film industry, there are people who want to be heard. And my thing was, and, and honestly, this is actually a crazy concept I want you to look at. Um, I learned that the more credentials you build a have, mm-hmm. the more people are open to your vision, which is weird. I mean, I, I mean, that's what I feel like because. Well, I mean, what like, what it proves is that like you you're willing to put in the work. Yeah, cause yeah, cause I I mean I remember in the past like I wrote a script that we're, we're filming in January and uh, I remember writing a script that we were we were going to film back in 2017 about three years ago mm-hmm. and it never got picked up and then my the people I was working with they're my friends but 
And then your even your whole creative circle gets small. You know, I always thought you had to have like a bunch of people and like one table, one office room, have like thirty people, but no. I mean you got six people who work for Bandai. Yeah, like six people work for work on Dragon Ball Supercard. Like let that sink in. Ten what, twelve sets? What going on what thirteen sets with the expansion draft? Six people. Six creative minds that band that go, I want you, 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 and you to go work on this car game. Right. And there's, you know, we five. want sleeves. We want this to be play mats. We want this to be play mat. This is wild. Yeah, we need we need play mats, sleeves, cards, themes, art, and you're like, oh my God. Six people. That's so few. I had no idea it was that small. Yeah, and they even told me that, you know, they talked to the people. Who actually create the Dragon Ball Hero episodes? Oh yeah, and, I'm, and they said they get ideas from each other, exchange ideas. I'm like, bro, that's hilarious. I'm like, I'm geeking out like my whole, you know, the <laughs> whole. I would never question it, but I think it's definitely a weird, funny, crazy thing how creative people can be that creative. Like, like rejuvenate is a new set coming off of Dragon Ball. Like, 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 come on. Healing. It took him. It took him twelve sets to put healing in the game. Put healing in the game. <laughs> you know what's so funny though. Victory striking in set 13 is going to be hilarious. Because rejuvenate, so you add life. Victory strike says, if I hit you once, once I win the game. And the people are going to be focused on rejuvenate. I'm like, bro. It's going to be game, guys. I'm, like guys, worry about I'm it. like, guys, you realize that. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Because it's not like, a, do you guys realize? Do you guys know what you've done? I cannot wait to rejuvenate. Oh, oh shoot. Sorry, that's my Siri. Why is it so fast? So when I got my phone fixed, she fixed my phone, but also I think Siri, because of the screen, my phone can access Siri right away. Where before I used to be like, whole angle, Siri. Now Siri tells me. Instantly. She's loyal. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. She's very on time with everything. She plays her part. I play my part. I go, thank you, Siri. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So. I think it is weird that we quote, we thank the AIs for doing things. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, set alarm for 4.30. And then they're like, okay, alarm set. I'm like, thank you. It's like, they will never know. They'll never know how <laughs> grateful you are. It's like, they, you know, it makes me think of an iRobot. Like, that, that whole concept of iRobot. So we were here to serve man, but now we fight against man. So think, I, I, I think that was a good concept, though. Being a creative and being creative, I think, is a joy. I can't see myself doing really doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took a I took a one of the classes I took this semester was creative writing, and uh, that really opened my eyes to like like how different the creative process is for all these different like different people. There was only five people in my class, but I got to see like where each of them got their like ideas from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was really it was really interesting, and I tried really hard to like kind of have not not like a like a regular through line, but like try and find out like the most effective way for me to just sit down, make something creative and then just like finish it and then like pack it away so I can put touch it later <laughs> because it was, it's really interesting because you got to see the different processes that other people went to. So like there was a person in my class that like pretty much all their stories were derived from like the same experience. It was like oh. different times and I was like, that's really interesting. <laughs> It, and, like, it's yeah. something I would have never even thought about. <laughs> it's one of those things that you, I guess, process. I, I, I don't know. I always thought one of the guys I know, 
Uh, he plays Dragon Ball. I want to say his name. I mean, I don't want because he tells me to keep it low key. <laughs> but uh, oh, is he too cool? Is he too cool for Dragon Ball? No, no, he plays Dragon Ball. I mean, he's a really nice guy. I just he he works for Activision. Oh, okay. The, so he, I mean, he he uh, he, you know, he plays video games. He he basically works for them. And uh, I just thought it was so cool. I'm like, so wait, so I'm like, wait, so you're telling me that you could play video games and play it and have expertise on it and they he gets to decide not decide but he gets to analyze they get to decide if they want to be more creative you know i mm-hmm. don't know i don't know i think everybody has a chapter in their life where they all can relate to somebody yeah like, i always thought you had to be young for it like oh i was going through a hard time oh i was going through a hard time too it's like when did you go through a hard time well when i was 14 were you well, when I was fifty-five, like yeah, so like it's like fifty years of your life, you had a good life, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything was great until like, I got to fifty-five. 50, 50 and, and, and what happened? Well, I lost a toe. I was like, oh, the the, the how did you grow as a person? Well, let me. Tell I didn't. You. I, was like, I didn't grow. Yeah, yeah, I just learned how to walk with nine toes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's cool, man. I, I just think that we all. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to enjoy being like. I enjoy being alone mm-hmm. these days, and because I, I, I don't know, having your own freedom, just to just learn about stuff and be creative about stuff, get inspiration. You know, you 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 process all these things when you by yourself because you know, when you with your friends, you got put energy in your friends, you got put energy who you date, who you talk to. So I just try to be more relevant to myself mm-hmm. on the time that I have. You know, we're young. You know, we're not like sixty. Yeah. With a cat, you know, hoping and wishing we should have done this and this and this. Yeah, I don't want to regret any of my life decisions, and so far I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I my thing is, I'm just hoping to just do more opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. so like the whole out of state thing with Vegas. I mean, I can't wait to do that because yeah. I, you know, it's going to be part of my my chapter, my life. But and it's something before I hit twenty seven. You know, so I, I just hope that I just hope that you know I just do bigger stuff. That's the goal is that I want to be able to say at least I went for it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be thirty eight eating mac and cheese in my mom's garage, <laughs> telling her to you know make me a sandwich and dinner because I didn't become successful. You know what I'm saying? Like right, I don't want to yeah. go through that route, which I know a lot of people who are in their thirties just trying trying now to figure out what they want to do. Yeah, I don't, like, and I don't think scary. I mean, I think it's scary, but I also think you know it's an important part of life. You know, you're never gonna figure everything out you want. That's like, true. Like it's sometimes people's opportunities come much later in their life, or sometimes yes. you do something for so long, and you're like, you know what, let me try something else, and then that turns out to be what you were supposed to do. Like, like a, yeah. everyone's lives start at different times, and everyone's like stories aren't always like straight and narrow. I think it's just well, what I mean is you just don't want to. I don't. There like, are people who I know in their twenties they ain't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean they work, you know, but they have no type of creative, uh, no no goals, no purpose mm-hmm. for twenty years and thirty some years old. This guy, which I'm glad, but it's like they're not. They'll tell you, oh, I should have. They'll tell you, I should have done this in my twenties. I should have done this in my twenties. I should have done this. 
because they're seeing. Well, right. Well, thirty is still young, but there's like they're seeing the joy of life in their thirties and go, "Oh, why didn't I do this when I was twenty-three? Yeah, why didn't I do this when I was younger? Yeah, I mean, so far I haven't had any regretful choices. Now, I mean, and if I did, I just learned from them. Yeah, and I think I think most of it is just a learning experience. I think everything is a learning experience, no matter what you do. If you try something, if you fail at it, if you succeed at it, and sometimes those are even like sometimes it's harder to learn from those successful things because you're like. Oh, I did this. It went well. And it's like, well, I guess I don't have to change anything now. (laughs) Man, I would say that, you know, being able to. I guess being able to just understand the concept of, you know, how valuable your energy would be towards other people and how other people can take in. Because I learned that even some of your closest friends will get jealous of it. That was something I learned this year. Or they're not going to tell you that, but you can feel out feed like you can feel that energy that they give off, you know? Yeah. And then I learned that too this year. I learned that it's like, do okay, do I really? It's like when you make when you make time, like you and I are both busy. We play Dragon Ball and stuff. But you actually think about it. When we set time to do something like this, it's always going to be positive. It's always going to be stuff to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a, like, I can see Nico again tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. You know, I mean, I even told myself on the way here, I said, man, you know what? I should start seeing Nico like every five to six months. Just to hang out. Yeah, you know, just on the, yeah, just to keep him updated. I think it's fun, you know, to keep him updated. Like, you know, just, you know, I mean, yeah, you could be a guest tomorrow or whatever, but I just think when you build up, the anticipation of something. I mean, I see you. I'll see you at Galaxy, but to build up an anticipation on actual the work, the grind, the craft every five or six months, man. I, I love it. I love it. I love to keep in touch with people. That's just my favorite thing. Is just to see like, oh, well, what are you gonna do now? What are we doing now? <laughs> I honestly was. I was like, I think I have something we could talk about. Like a lot of people don't. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. I'm doing a podcast too in January. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we get everything set up. Um, I'm excited about it, but we're gonna we're gonna do like these three or four recordings mm-hmm. and just see where it see where it goes. See where it goes and stuff. We have a good I seen you the opening stuff and seen you the uh, the video, but it, we have a good introduction for we're gonna do like a photo shoot. Get get the Ooh, fancy photo shoot. Yeah, a little something for it, but <laughs> you know, he want, we're gonna do a, a Spotify uh it's gonna be called the Austin and Evan show. Mm. Escapade. It's called Austin Evan Escapade. So that's all I'm gonna say. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put people on the spot and stuff. But all right, I, I look forward to seeing. It. Yeah, no, yeah, man. I, I we're I'm hoping right now because I'm just I just been just trying to get ready for this this role and this character. So I'm just, <laughs> it's, just it's like I want this year to end, but I want to enjoy it. But it, yeah, like I want to have fun. It's de- it's December. It's Christmas time. Like. I'm out of school. I get to enjoy my break, and it's like <laughs> everything sucks. All right, <laughs> you know what's so crazy? It's I don't want to sound depressing, but it's hard to enjoy life when there's so much going on right now. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that for sure. Like, like it's, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to be like yeah, it's trying to get into the Christmas spirit, and like you flip over the news, and it's like one million people have been infected with the coronavirus, two hundred fifty thousand dead, and you're like. You're like, oh god, this is Dude. awful. And you know what? And what's so what's so hard about that is that, like, I know you and I both watch a lot of anime and stuff. Um, but 
this is weird, but I have to watch a yes, there's a vaccine and I well hopefully it works, but it's just hard to It's hard to be positive. It, I wasn't yeah, well I, personally I won't sound biased, but it's not hard for me to be positive, but I I, I still have that the back of me have concern for people mm-hmm. while I'm watching if I've been watching anime and so I'm like, Oh yo, this show is great. It's hard for me to still be able to take that in. Like I literally will go to the news on YouTube or NBC to click on the COVID update. It used to be be like Dragon Ball play testing or deck list checks and all that stuff. Now it's go home, eat some food, look up the COVID yeah. updates. Like it sounds depressing, but it is what it is. And it, it's hard to it's really hard to I can say it's hard to enjoy life during COVID. But it's hard to enjoy life knowing that there are people suffering. So it's kind of like a, it's a mentality thing. It makes me value life. It's hard. It's it's hard to. It's rough out here. Yeah, I mean it's like a. It's it's hard to be like everything's fine when it's like, it's like a weird like, outside of your control, outside of everyone's control. No one can really do anything like. It affects people you probably know or care about, and it's like. Well, people, true colors come out too during COVID. Oh and no, for sure. That was the thing I learned. Like you see, we talked about a lot of the uh, like what was it? Uh, Vince McMahon, the uh, the guy for the lead of the WWE, like how awful he was to all of his right. Like he like fired like a ton of people. He bribed. Oh. He 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 didn't bribe. He didn't literally bribe, but he donated a bunch of money to Florida's uh, like. I don't know if governor or someone involved in their state, and they yeah. made wrestling an uh, essential business so they could reopen earlier. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, like super awful, like just just terrible. Like it's like, well, I mean, like if we needed any more service at the WWE, is a terrible organization. Uh-oh. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, uh, I mean, I think you really, but really, I think you really see. Like it's a tough time, so I think you really see the. The, the real happiness in people, you know, and that's, I'm, I'm serious. I, I teach acting classes and I, you know, you gotta be creative some way because mm-hmm. if you in your house all day, yeah, staring at a wall, staring at a wall, you're going to freak out. Uh, but no, I, I but no, I, I think people really have people. Happiness is really coming out. Yeah. Stay safe. Uh, thank you for joining us in another edition of <laughs> yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, I will, uh, we'll talk to you again later. Appreciate it guys. Bye. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow 
into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.